The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to NBC for NASCAR America Home Edition. I'm here, Dylan Hart Jr. with Chase Elliott, last night's winner. Chase, let's just get right to it. You seem like you're a little bit more comfortable this year. And, uh, I mean, I know you've won races in the past, uh, but you're expressing yourself. You're flipping people off. Uh, you're bowing after beating Kyle for the bounty. I've seen you streaming on Twitch, Call of Duty. Um, it just seems like you're kind of getting a little more comfortable in your own skin. Is there anything to that? Or uh, I always felt like with you that winning was going to bring you out of your shell. You were not happy unless you were accomplishing what you wanted to do. But it seems like you're winning more. And it's really bringing the real personality out. Yeah, I, you know, I definitely think I've been trying to enjoy um, everything a little more. Uh, you know, definitely I've, I've enjoyed the Twitch thing, you know, and, and, you know, just doing something different, trying to find new avenues. And, and uh, you know, as dumb as it is, I mean, playing video games and, and kind of getting out there and doing something different is a way to kind of get outside your comfort zone in a way. And I've, I've enjoyed that. So, um, yeah, I've, I've just been trying to have fun, and I think, you know, the, the biggest thing, though, is we've had fast cars, and I think when that's the case, um, you know, you put yourself in position to win, um, and and hopefully, we were, we were hoping one day things were going to fall our way, and, and luckily, they, they finally did. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, it seems like having these fast cars, even though you might not get the finish you're looking for, you're, at, you're, you know, you're looking forward to the next race, your attitude's been pretty solid throughout the week. What's more satisfying this past couple of days beating Kyle for that bounty or winning the points race at Charlotte and cup series? Uh, I mean, to me, cup wins are, are too hard to get uh, to not put that at the top of the list. I've, I've, uh, as you know, I've, I've had my struggles getting them and, and have had some, some really tough losses. So for me, I just think it makes you appreciate uh, wins in the cup series uh, more. And like I said, I mean, you know how hard they are to win. I mean, yeah. you have to have everything go your way and, um, the people around you are all so good. Any little mistake is going to um, is going to keep you from winning and keep you from getting that result that you want. So just it's gratifying to be able to go and, and know that when we're at our best and, and we're performing and I'm at my best and, and we do all the things that we need to do that are in our control the right way, we can go and run with whoever. And, and that, um, that that's really – I'm really proud of that. I think it's very true. Could you believe that uh, Kevin started fading there at the end of that race? I mean, we rarely see Kevin have any kind of a kind of a, a crack in the shield, but um, I was shocked that he fell off the way he did. 
how how surprised were you? How eager were you once you were running him down? Yeah, I, I was excited, you know, to see that that he was getting getting bigger uh, for sure. So <laughs> uh, that was a good thing. And and then, you know, I think those guys though, you know, it seemed like they had a little different game plan last weekend in the six hundred. And I think that their their mo has been really about having fast cars, short run pace um raw speed you know the, the car's low in the back and they're going to go fast down the straightaway so you know what that means is when the tires are good they're going to be really hard to hold off and they're banking on that and I think they're okay with that because I think a lot of times we see these races end on short runs and that's going to end up uh playing to to their favor some of the time and it's just kind of the gamble you take do you want your car to drive well or do you want to go fast for a period of time and, and try to have that raw speed so that's obviously what they're you know what they were banking on, and and I think they were they happily ate the fact that it just happened to go long, and that's just nobody can nobody can guess that. Yeah. So in that moment when you're running him down, what's what's his balance? What's the problems he's dealing with, and exactly what is your car doing at that particular point of the race? Yeah, we we had started each run pretty good for the first five laps or so, and then I got pretty free from about lap five to fifteen, um, and and that was where I felt like Kevin was better than me, really from. He had a little more speed than me, I thought, those first five. But if I was behind him, I could kind of stay drafting to him. Um, but that five to 15, I thought his balance was pretty good. And then from 15 on, I thought that just his overall grip was going away. The tire wear was starting to fall away on his car. And, you know, I think the lack of downforce that they had in it, you know, those two things don't marry up very well. And tires fall off and you don't have a lot of downforce. So, um I could be completely wrong. That's just my personal opinion on, on it. But I, from what I saw, I think that was kind of what was happening. And then for me, our car was able to tighten up a little bit as we went and, and kind of those things all married up along with the long run to, to go our way. You still had a really big moment. Um, the, the cameras didn't really catch it to be able to see exactly what happened with the car, but you lost about six tenths to Blaney there in the lead with about 10 to go what exactly were you fighting at the end because I got pretty nervous at that point when you lost that lost that uh, that amount of time in that one lap I knew I didn't know if you could you know hitch right back into your groove and and get back yeah. to building your building your lead but what happened there yeah you don't miss much I, tell I know you that. I try not to <laughs> yeah I got really loose getting into three I hit that bump wrong there's a oh. there's a section of bumps there getting into three and I just kind of rolled across in the wrong way as I was coming out of the gas and had a moment and kind of went up the track and kind of jumped over the cushion of where everybody had been running in the grip strip um and and about busted my butt so I was <laughs> glad that uh I was glad I did yeah that was that that, that was a pretty scary moment I, I was hoping that uh you know for you to be able to win the race you were going to have to buckle back down and and I didn't know whether your car was going away or not but we saw um Bowman you know, make a mistake or, or get loose or be surprised or whatever, however, however that happened to him. But I've been watching the race uh, and seeing a lot of guys hanging their cars out, having, you know, having some big moments. Blaney's car looked pretty edgy at times. Uh, I can't believe that, for one, with the big spoiler on the back, the cars can be edgy uh, or get that much on the edge of control. Uh, but you guys have found uh, from, you know, to be fast, uh, the car's got to kind of be out of the track. Does that kind of surprise you a little bit that the cars are, you know, that, that challenging to, to drive even with as much downforce and as little power as they have? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really know why that is the case. Um, I kind of look at it from the other direction. I almost feel like the grip in the car 
allows us to get closer to that edge and live closer to the edge more comfortably. So I do think that when that, when that happens, it's just because we're all closer to that line than what we typically would have been. Right. I feel like the gap of people, like some people might've been a little tighter. Other guys might've been closer to that edge. Uh, but I feel like everybody just pushed right up against it. So when a car gets out of shape, I think it's, um, it's just cause we're all right, right there because the grip is, is great all the way up to that point. Wow. Um, if your car is driving well. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I never even thought about that, 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 that way of looking at it. I saw an Instagram post after the race. Uh, you mentioned Judd, um, who is Judd and, and what's about, what about the sticker on the front of the car? Yeah. So Judd was, uh, yeah, my best friend since I was a kid, he and I, grew up together his mom sang at my parents wedding and and uh just my best friend since since i can remember uh lost him last fall and uh you know just uh that that sticker it's kind of in remembrance of him he he had a he had a tattoo on his leg of of that little walrus and that was kind of his uh his little logo so um i had a had a friend make up some stickers um at uh, last fall there after after that and I uh, just thought it'd be really cool to carry that moving forward he, he was a uh, you know like I said uh, my, my best friend as long as I can remember and just uh, always supportive and, and just felt like it'd be special to carry that uh, for for the rest of my career and um, always remember him and he was a he was one of a kind and and uh, he was a, a genuinely good dude that's a great story man um I'll be looking for that thing. I didn't even see the sticker, but uh, where is it located? Yeah, so it's right next to the Hendrick Motorsports logo on the left front, right on the front okay. of the car. That's awesome. I'm uh, and Rick and uh, I was always kind of, you know, particular about certain things on my car, and and uh, Rick's the kind of guy to let you do things like that, which is pretty cool as well. For sure. Um, the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. You guys, you know, you almost or could have, could have or should have won Darlington. Um, you got, you guys have been extremely, uh, fast this year. Um, and the Chevrolets themselves. So you got a lot of speed in your own car, uh, which you've, you've kind of had that over most of the Chevrolet teams over the last couple of years. Uh, and now the Chevrolet has this new incredible car and due to the coronavirus and the pandemic, they're pushing off the new car, the, 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 the next generation car for another year. So you're going to get this Chevrolet for an additional year. Um, you guys have to be, uh, extremely excited about how much more you can get out of this car because you know, um, and you've told me this too before it's, it's about having the parts and pieces and the ingenuity at the right time, uh, to be, to be good in the playoffs. 
And when you take a brand new car, brand new Chevrolet or any manufacturer, there's so much to learn, so much to gain. You guys are already fast right here at the beginning of the season. You have to be thrilled with the opportunity to get more wins this year and play a big role in the playoffs. Well, I think you, you, know, you bring up a few good points. You know, number one, I think, you know, winning this, this points uh, format re rewards winning probably more than ever. And, and to, to punch your ticket to Phoenix, the best way to do that is to have a whole bunch of wins before you start the playoffs. Um, that can ensure you a bad race here potentially or a bad race there, which nobody wants to have. But if you were to have it, that can, that can save what could have been a great season uh, from ending with the way this is. So that's absolutely huge. Um, you know, pushing off that car another year. I hope that plays into our favor. But on the same token, I still feel like that we're working with cars. And I think our competitors are working with cars that were built prior to this, um, prior to the shutdown. And I think that being said, all the players and all the contenders have been the exact same contenders that we had over the first four races before this all shut down. And I think until the teams and, and these companies have time to go back and build new cars, and I just don't think we've had the time and other teams have had the time to do that yet. So I still think we're driving cars from, you know, from earlier this year. Uh, so I'm really curious to see how we stack up as other teams improve and implement new ideas into their cars. Um, and I, you know, I, I challenge our group too. We got, we have to stay hungry and, and keep pushing because, you know, getting content now is, is the wrong time to do it. And, and I know that, uh, you know, having a couple wins as a company is great and, and we all want that, but we just have to stay hungry and keep pushing because everybody else is gonna, is gonna keep getting better. Well, let's look forward to, um, Bristol. I don't know why, but the, the, the no practice, the no qualifying wasn't quite is crazy an idea going into places maybe like Darlington or even Charlotte. Now going to Bristol, you're going to racetrack that uh, you run 15, 16 second laps around. If you don't hit the setup, you're going to get lapped. You're going to be in big, big trouble if something's wrong with your car, if you're on the ground, or if you miss the setup entirely. There's not going to be a ton of rubber on the racetrack as well. It's going to eat the front tires right off of it in the first run or two. Um, what can we expect going into Bristol? I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen. Are you as nervous yeah. as I am about how that thing's going to fire off? I definitely think it could be interesting, you know, and, and that, you know, I, I think one thing that has been overlooked a little bit and I think we were all reminded of it this last week at Charlotte is that that grip strip stuff, it does not like uh, to be run on until it gets run in. And, and those are two things that don't go good together, right? Because <laughs> it doesn't have grip and nobody wants to run on it, but we all want it at the same time because we want another option. So, um, what I've noticed is it seems like it takes lap cars having, you know, the, the leaders catching lap cars and forcing cars into a position that they don't want to be in to start to run that stuff in. And until it gets run in, it's really hard. It's really slick. And I think that's probably the biggest thing is just, you know, marrying up all those things, right? <clears throat> Do we have the splitter height right? Um, how slick is that stuff going to be? How long is it going to take it to come in? And when it does come in, how long? until it wears out and the top becomes the advantage because it typically does by the end of a race. But we typically have a full weekend to practice and qualifying an Xfinity race. Um, and a lot of times we don't see that top lane come dominant until late in the cup race on, on Sunday. So I'm real curious to see how all those things, all those things play out. Yeah. That track takes a huge balance shift as well as it starts to get some rubber in those last few lap, last few 30 minutes of the final practice. And, that's going to now happen in the middle of the race. So that should be interesting as well to see guys, how they can try to keep up with the cars and the tracks. 
What do you think about the format? What do you, what is your personal opinion about no practice, no qualifying? I know you'd like a few laps to get your car on the racetrack just to make sure everything's working right. But how are you guys enjoying this so far? Or are you not enjoying it? I love it. I think it's the best thing NASCAR has done and, and uh, long before I was alive, probably. I just, I just think that, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the narrative that we have um, created over the years of having to practice for two or three days and, and qualify and practice and practice and practice for an event on Sunday is just not the case. That doesn't have to happen. Um, it reminds me a lot of short track racing, you know, how, why is it that a, a, a short track race on any given Friday or Saturday night, those guys show up that afternoon and get, you know, half hour, 45 minutes of practice and they go race that night. And, and we're supposed to be at the top level of stock car racing and we practice for two days every week. So I, I just have never really understood that. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited because to me, it's brought an excitement back to it that I haven't had in a little while from the standpoint of, I feel like I'm short track racing again. Yeah. And I feel like it's brought our team closer together because different guys on, on our team are having to do more jobs. Like Alan's having to come off the box and catch tires during a pit stop. And that's brought him closer to our pit crew. I'm having a couple more, um, you know, a couple more items to do and keep up with than what I had before. And I think all that is bringing us closer together. And, and for me, it's just been a lot of fun kind of condensing the group and doing more racing and less sitting around. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm enjoying the, uh, the, the lack of practice and qualifying has brought some unique new interest into the race for me. And it's, it's definitely a, a stronger appeal. And, uh, I, I don't know if, uh, will the drivers lobby for, uh, some sort of, you know, some sort of movement toward this type of uh, format once things do go back to normal, maybe, you know, next year or, yeah. the year or beyond that, are you guys trying to push NASCAR to, to lean in this direction? I don't push NASCAR to do anything uh, because they don't, they don't listen to me and they shouldn't. We've, we've talked about this before. I, I don't have enough success in this deal to, to, to deserve a voice. Um, and I'm not sure any driver should, that they should have leadership in place to make the decisions. And if you don't like them, go home. Yeah. Uh, but one, one group of people they do listen to is the fans. So uh, if the fans like it, they need to speak up because as much as, as much as they might not, think they do listen to them they do and and if fans like what they see right now speak up because uh, I think I think a lot of the drivers do and, and if you're enjoying weekday racing and more racing and less practice then then you should say so yep speaking of the fans and and, and I'm a fan in this you know this particular part of the season uh, we can't be at the racetrack um, it's killing me I mean I want to know what it's like so uh, tell me, you know, what's the atmosphere like when you're at the racetrack? I mean, obviously it's got to be weird because there's nobody in the stands to, to yeah. you know, kind of support I'm, I'm, the whole event. But it's got, it's got to be the craziest thing you've ever went through. I'm going to be real honest with you. Everything felt pretty normal up until Tuesday night and won that truck race and you go get out of the truck and there's nobody sitting there and it's just quiet. And then wow. last night, the same thing. It's honestly awkward. Like you get out of the car and like, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I, get, <laughs> I guess just stand there and do the interview. Like, I mean, obviously I'm excited, but typically there's, there's you know, crowd energy to feed yeah. off of, whether it's cheers or booze, like, you're going to feed off of that somehow. Yeah. So, to not have that is just super odd, um, and uh, it's just weird. So, I, I'm sure I looked awkward. I probably was, but, you know, I don't know what to do. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just weird. 
Well, I think both of us are eager for fans to get back to the track, and, and it looks like that we're moving, moving in the right direction. Man, I appreciate your time today. You're a busy man running around doing all the interviews for your win. Uh, thanks for giving us some time here, and uh, have a great week, man. Good luck in Bristol. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, man. You got it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.